Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm not sure who's had more jobs, Seton or Pauly, or who's had more interesting jobs, Ooh. Seton or Pauly. But, like, Seton worked at the airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay, those yep. aren't exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. I was a security guard. I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, but Pauly was a bouncer. Yeah. DJ at a country western nightclub. And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Lite. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 3. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. And, and you know, the, the thing is, Doug, and maybe this is a silver lining for me today, being a Mets fan and celebrating Bobby Bonilla Day, and already I'm getting the early morning. T- oh, I didn't know you were up. Yeah, you're doing, hey, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Great. Thanks a lot. Um, with all this money going on, we talked about Zion getting his extension and Jokic getting $62 million. Maybe at some point just getting a million dollars for doing nothing on, on July 1st, it, it will just go by everybody and people lose interest. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping over the next few years with Bobby Bonilla Day. Maybe that happens. Yeah, a million dollars doesn't get you what it used to, too. Like, we think of a million dollars, a lot of stuff. He's like, Bobby, he's like, oh, all I got is a million dollars today? Man, it's a lot better 10 years ago. <laughs> How long till we get to the point where he says, oh, you know, I got screwed in this deal. You know, I should be getting more. This should be, I, mean, I, I don't know, another couple of years until he's like, oh, this, this million dollars is like nothing. Well, I mean, if you would have gone back, you know, three years ago, four years ago, maybe even a year ago, I would have said he's getting screwed in this deal because if you put that money in the market, Right, if he got it all, put it all in the market, it would have been worth exponentially more when the market just exploded. But now, obviously, you know, well, what if he put it all in Bitcoin? <laughs> you know, and now, now he's sitting there going, like, "Wait, how much?" So, <laughs> I, I just like it. Look, it's a it's a really interesting thing when you first like I, you first sit down with a financial advisor and they they ask you the question. This is the stuff they should teach you in business school, which I think they do now is more financial literacy, you know, and just the idea of like, you know, should you take the payout up front or should you defer? If you defer, you know, it becomes found money to you. You know, it, it's great. Um, that, that mailbox money is, is something else. Or you just look down your, in your bank account, you're like, wow, that get wired to me. I didn't even think about that. But there, 
you know, the financial people will always tell you you're better off taking the money up front and being able to use it and not just spend it, but also invest it. And it could be worth exponentially more. But um, it, it's it got to not suck to be by Bonilla to get that deferred payment of a million dollars on July 1st. That's a that's a good feeling. That's a good that's a good, good feeling. Maybe that could work in, in, you know, outside of sports, like wherever else you work. Like, hey, I know I'm, I'm good. I, I haven't worked at that place in five years. I'll re- yeah, but I got deferred payments coming up in a couple. I'm going to be awesome. Yeah, when I'm 55 years old, I start getting, uh, you know, X amount of dollars a year. These deferred payments. This, Bobby Bonilla was really on the on the cusp of a, of a game changer for us. He, he, he definitely was. <laughs> speaking, of game, speaking of game changer, you just picked up this article, this Dan Wetzel article. So, look, there's two massive stories right now we're covering them both pat garrity's going to join us later on this hour uh, pat of course played a decade in the league he was also the president of the nba pa when he was a player okay so pat, pat can tell you and and he so not this collective bargaining agreement but the previous one he like authored like he was really part he knows all of it he works for stadium sports he was the gm of the detroit pistons and in between playing for the Magic and being with the Pistons organization, in between that little stretch there, he actually worked in the financial world. Um, I, think in, I think in Connecticut. He went to Duke, got his MBA. So a brilliant guy. So we'll, we'll talk to him about Did you play with him trades. at Notre Dame? Yeah. yeah, he was a sophomore. He was awesome. He's, my, best, my best Pat Garrity story is this one. Uh, Fran McCaffrey recruited us both. Fran, of course, now the head coach at Iowa. And... Uh, Pat is a, he was a, I think a mechanical engineering or bioengineering, something really smart um, major. And his first semester at Notre Dame, he got a B. He got all A's and a B. And Fran called him in. And Fran's obviously then the, the lead assistant at Notre Dame under John McLeod. And he said, Pat, we didn't bring you here from Monument, Colorado. We didn't bring you all the way here from Colorado, you know, for you to get a B. He was like, okay, Fran. Right. And he was being sarcastic, but Pat took it as a challenge. And I don't think he got a B ever again. In college. Like he's, <laughs> he's insane. He's insanely bright. Anyway, um, so we got that. And then you got this USC and UCLA break off to the Big Ten, which I mean, I think it's, it's shaken college sports to its core. I think it could potentially help the Big 12. Um but it, it could have, I don't know if it could have been avoided, but the Pac-12 now or what's left of it, maybe you're sitting there, you got, you have no L.A., right? The drawing card to the L.A. schools is that so many of the, so many of the talented players are from L.A. and, hey, you get to play every year back at UCLA or USC. Basketball, football, all the same. And now L.A., I, I don't know what you do if you're, if you're the Pac-12. Um, but you have that article from Dan Wetzel, right, and mm-hmm. where there was – an agreement in place that only the Pac-12 and ACC balked at, which was 12-team playoff and what's called a golden ticket. In other words, if you won the Pac-12, you won the ACC, you got an automatic bid to the college football playoff when it would expand. And the fear was that the SEC would have so many bids that it would have financial dominance. But now you're the Pac-12. You didn't agree to that deal. The ACC didn't agree to that deal. You'll never get a chance at that deal ever again. No, I I, I look at it as the the ramifications here going forward. This is awful for the Pac-12 and the ACC because the the next domino that will wind up falling is you're going to see, boy, will Clemson and Florida State and Miami stay in the ACC? Are they going to say, hey, you know what, man, boy, the SEC would be something, or uh, you know, maybe the Big Ten? It depends on how you want to go geographically. But I, I don't. We go from the Power Five conferences. How far away are we from the Power Three conferences? You know, or maybe even just the power two, depending on how much the Big 12 stays around after. And it's just, okay, we're going to be SEC, we're going to be Big 10, and that's kind of what it's going to be. And and those are the ones that are going to eat the other ones and, and out of existence. Because if you can't replace USC and UCLA, look, we had Petros Papadakis on earlier in the show, college football analysts, that said, hey, we're going to probably be in this for about seven years before you see, you know, another, you know, big change away from this. And in seven years, we, we may not even have these conferences anymore or the Pac-12 may be you know just like the Mountain West how, how we look at them and the same thing with the Big 12 and the ACC we, we could be getting power three power two conferences soon well um 
Look, I think there's a couple scenarios. I mean, San Diego State and UNLV have always been blocked out of the Pac-10, Pac-12. And, you know, frankly, San Diego State's basketball was the caliber of, of the top of the Pac-12 for the last decade. They opened a new stadium this year, although it's only, a, I think, a 30,000-seat stadium. Obviously, their football's not there, and UNLV's football's not there as well. So you do you wonder what's in play. I don't think we get to the two conf, two major conferences. I, I just don't think that works. I, I could be wrong. Um, but the reason that all of this movement has taken place is always lined up with the new TV deals. And the next TV deal, obviously the Big Ten one, when it comes through, is going to be gigantic, biggest one ever. And the, the Big 12, I b- believe, is the next one up. And what they do, I think, tells you a lot about what this is going to look like. You know, I mean, it would make a lot of sense to get Colorado and Utah. They have Colorado, Utah, BYU all right there. I mean, heck, you know, I've, you, Air Force actually has a very good national following, and it's a great academic institution. I mean, I, 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 I think you add that. But then you have Arizona, Arizona State. You can add those, those teams. The big thing for the Big Ten is going to be, I know people act like it's not that big a deal, but you're at a tremendous disadvantage if you have to travel where, how they have to travel for every game, a tremendous disadvantage. And I do think that I think it's going to hurt UCLA a ton. Um, I think it'll help them for their basketball in terms of putting people in the arena. I think it'll help them for the Rose bowl and putting people in the stadium, but the chance of competing in football, I, I, I don't, I don't see it. Those schools are just way they're like USC is all in on football. Well, most every school in the Big Ten is all in on football. UCLA kind of they, they've just now. I mean, their new athletic director, Martin Drummond, he's done a good job. And they finally built that football facility and they redid basketball a couple years ago. And it's nice. But and they finally got an on-campus practice facility for basketball. They don't have a stadium on campus for football. I mean, like the understand the people understand the, the disadvantage Take it Wisconsin, right? Now, Wisconsin, obviously, you don't have the players that grow up there, enough of them, that you can field a team, especially, you know, you got to import a Russell Wilson. You got to import so many of these skill position guys. You just don't. Okay. But Wisconsin, you put, I don't know how many people get into Camp Randall, 80, 90,000 people. You know, you have that whole, the whole jump around the student section. They're just falling out of their dorms and their apartments and walking over onto campus. To UCLA to get to the Rose Bowl, it's an hour. It's an hour on a college football Saturday to get there. So I, I think that place will be full, but it'll be like the Chargers. They'll be playing road games. And then I, I, don't, I don't know how they, they compete against the Big Ten. Those schools are built better. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to disagree with Petros in terms of running the football. Like Ohio State runs it, but they've thrown it a ton here you know, the last decade, I don't think USC style doesn't work. If they have the dudes defensively in two years, they'll be just fine with Lincoln Riley. But the bigger thing is like, you're going to get on a plane for every road game, except for, and then here's the part. I heard Brady Quinn, our our morning show on Fox Sports Radio is two pros and a cup of Joe. Got LeVar Arrington. You got Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn's like, oh, USC, they, UCLA, they got their rival. They play, they play USC. Like, dude, Cal and UCLA, the whole when the Pac-12 expanded, a huge portion of the divisions was, one, everyone who wanted to play in L.A., and two, you have the basketball rivalries of UCLA and Arizona, and you have the outright rivalries of UCLA and Cal. I just, what happens to all, and, and people can act like those rivalries don't matter and change just happens. Like, that's bull. These things have been going on for 100 years. And you have to ask yourself, honestly, why do you watch college football? It's not better football than the NFL, is it? Like, no one would tell you that college football is as good as the NFL. The pump and the circumstance and the pageantry, they're traditions, right? And we've played them forever, right? I mean, heck, Texas and Texas A&M, who they'll start playing each other now in the SEC. But remember, they used to play each other, and the old, the old wives' tale was that the winner got to go to the you know, the best little best little house in Texas, you know, that 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 musical. Mm-hmm. That's like a real story of Texas and Texas A&M and to the victors go the spoils. That's a real thing. I, I said this when Kansas used to play Missouri. That rivalry goes back to the Civil War. 
where Missouri was a border state, you know, or slave state, essentially, and Kansas was a free state. And Missouri, under cover of darkness, burned Lawrence to the ground. Like, that's a rivalry. Now, all of a sudden, you're just playing teams that are just on your schedule. Yeah, but the, these are games, though, and this is where, you know, Dan Wetzel's article gets into this, is that just just take USC and UCLA, right? This is going to be great for USC, and as you said, it's going to be awful for UCLA. So many of the schools, you, we're now talking about just a hand, maybe 12 or 15 that are going to be the top-level schools that are going to be able to have everything. They can win, and they're going to make money. Everybody else is just, well, I'm along to make money. That I mean, that's what college football has become. That we're all, I mean, everybody wants to make it, but schools like UCLA, are you playing well? No. What's been your record the last years? Ah, you know, four and eight, three and nine. Now ah, we had six and six. We went to the Sun Bowl. Uh, it was kind of interesting. Uh, but so many of these schools now are all irrelevant. You know, like like I was excited when Syracuse joined the ACC for football and basketball, right? When this happened, because, you know, that's my school. It's where I went. I'm excited. Oh, boy, we're in the ACC now. It's going to be awesome. And then what's happened? We've gotten swallowed up in the ACC. We, we can't get to a bowl game because the competition is too big. And couldn't, in, couldn't compete. And in college, and, yeah, and in college basketball now, we're lucky if we're a set, we're with the seventh team, and 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 if we can squeak in, and and that's been awful for our school. And while yeah, okay, you've been getting the ACC money, it, it, it's about competing, and you're now talking about cutting off, you know, of, of the 120 Division One schools, you're cutting 85 to 95 of them out from yeah, no, competing's not going to happen for you. You just be happy making your money, and it's going to be about the, the these 12 or 15 schools. I mean, that's what the these deals are doing is that we're just cutting what's relevant down from here's an entire sport to well all right all right well I'm going to go watch my team this Saturday because it's what I like to do but I have no illusions that we can go to a bowl game or we can we can win or we can make a playoff you know the hope of the college football fan for the vast majority of these teams is going out the window but but we're making money so hey it's going to be okay we're making money but being able to win and have that that's not happening can you imagine how mad the Rose Bowl is today oof <laughs> and those those Rose Bowl people are used to getting their way too. Yeah, like, we're the granddaddy of them all. Um, and yeah, I mean, this one's going to be an, an interesting one. And and look, there, there's a portion of it where I say, like, if I'm Mark, if I'm UCLA, okay, and I'm uh, we can make a hundred million dollars in our media rights deal, and we weren't making fifty last year, and the state of California doesn't give you much of anything. And, you know, the, the Wasserman group has given them a ton. They have some good donors, but not not the likes of everybody else in college sports. Like you, you got to take that money. You got to do it. But there's for any decision you make, there's a downside to it. And, uh, you know, Cal being left out of this thing. Whew, that's a That's an interesting one in the UC system. Um and then, you know, you have what happens with Stanford is interesting to me. Of course, you have Oregon and Washington, pride, proud universities. That that whole element to it is fascinating. But I think I think this is great timing for the Big 12 and that the Big 12 could can solidify itself as it's not going to be the SEC or the Big 10, but it could be right there in the third league variety with the ACC if it adds smartly. And I'm I'm. Because you're in Texas, you're in Florida, you know, I don't know how you, you can't really get to California unless you add Cal or Stanford. That's where the players are, right? And like we, there's a lot of talk about money and money is important and being in the college football playoff is important, okay? But like the reason that Notre Dame, Notre Dame is brilliant in their scheduling, right? They recruit nationally and they recruit nationally by they play in the ACC. They'll play in Virginia, the Virginia Tech of Virginia, right? When the ACC schedule, it's a great rec- photo recruiting ground. Then they go play in Florida every year. They play in California every year. Remember, they played in Texas. They played Texas as well. They do that for recruiting. So I, I'm interested in what the Big 12 does. But more than anything, like this is, man, what a titanic uh, land shift. And it's, it's, it's just it's fascinating to see how this thing got done and got done so quickly so quietly when you know everybody's got sources somewhere but yeah college sports can do this right i mean when whenever we get teams that are changing conferences making big moves or or coaches suddenly i'm going here college sports where they have so many more variables are able to keep it a secret 
They're able to keep it safe. Professional sports, we know right away. Hey, I'm thinking of, oh, uh, Brad, hey, here, new sources, uh, Zion Williamson to sign big But in college sports, it's, oh, yeah, hey, all these things are, are just jumping on top of you right away. And it's, it makes it, what's their secret for keeping secrets? I mean, with more people that are out there. I, 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 well, I, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you an honest story here, okay? I don't know if you remember this, but when the SEC initially expanded with Texas A&M and Missouri, Okay, I actually broke the story, and um, this was after the Texas was going to the Pac-12, and that didn't happen. So, what? what, And I tried to give it to the football guys and the other guys when I was at ESPN, and because they had been burned like the week before, two weeks before Texas, they were like, "I'm not touching it." So this is a really as a true story. Okay, I get a call early one morning from a friend of mine who's with a a a basketball team. I'm not going to say which one because I'd probably give it away who's touring overseas. The, the school, the basketball program was on a, on a tour in, I think, France or in Switzerland or something. They're playing a game. And the athletic director came in and sat the players and the coaches down with the boosters with them and said, hey, here's what's happening back home. A&M is leaving and they're going to the SEC. Missouri's going with them. And they're, and they're going to try and add Clemson and Georgia Tech as well. Now, Clemson and Georgia Tech got blocked off by by an alliance, right, with the Kentuckys of the world and the, the Georgias and the Flor- and, and all the others that, you know, Florida didn't want Florida State in, et cetera. But that's – so then I got the phone call, and then I called a, a, a couple friends who were at those universities, and they said, yeah, this is going to happen. Anyway, I was called a liar. I didn't know what I was talking about, et cetera, et cetera. But that's how it happened is they, they actually – it wasn't actually a leak. It was – because of the time zone difference, this is going to happen later today. Over breakfast, the athletic director sat down the team and the coaches and told them what's and the boosters and told them what was going to happen. Wow, that's a great story. Time difference. That sometimes is all about that. Wow. Time zone. Wow. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Patrick today here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, speaking of basketball, we got more of it coming up next. What is next for Kevin Durant? Kyrie Irving as NBA free agency is absolutely insane keep it right here fox be sure to catch the live edition of the dan patrick show weekdays at 9 a.m eastern 6 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode nothing to do with anyone personally but creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could. Maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that could. Like, that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Athletes everywhere turn to CBD for relief and recovery, but with all the products claiming to do different things, it's impossible to decide which is best. As one of few brands that oversees the entire production process, from their farm in Oregon to the product that arrives at your door, Lazarus Naturals keeps their ingredients simple and transparent. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results for your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Discover how CBD can help you reach your full potential as an athlete. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, the cleanest source of CBD for athletes and sports fans alike. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. 
any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at Shopify.com slash records. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. As NBA free agency hits day two, what is next for Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and others? Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down. A man who gave Doug Gottlieb all kinds of sound financial advice back when they were teammates in Notre Dame. Former NBA player. Check him out at Stadium right now. Pat Garrity. Pat, what's happening? Man, I'm just trying to, like, absorb everything that happened yesterday. It was like once the Kevin Durant news broke, it was it was like hard to concentrate on all these other moves that teams are trying to make because I guess we shouldn't have been surprised, but I was still surprised. Oh, okay, if you were surprised and you've been in the Pistons front office, you know, you've been the – when you're a player, the president of the, the Players Association, um, what what about what, – what, what do you think really happened – in Brooklyn, right? Because Sean Marks said, hey, we want guys to play for each other. We want guys that are available all the time. Like all these things that were clearly directed at Kyrie. He did say it was Kyrie, but he said everybody. Hadn't had communication with Kevin Durant. Uh, Kyrie, who I guess is representing himself, shops himself for a shining trade that doesn't come come to be. He opts in, and, and now KD opts, uh, says he wants to be traded. What do you think happened there? I, I so I think what happened was when when Brooklyn wasn't able to fully commit or wasn't willing to fully commit to Kyrie, I think and this is just speculation. I, I haven't talked to anyone there. I, I you know this is pure just outside looking in. I, I think that Kevin Durant was probably like, well, what are we doing here? Like I came here to have this thing of my own and win a championship and. For you know, for right or for wrong, and I mean, you know, I have my own opinion on wh- how much I'd be willing to commit to Kyrie. They weren't willing to commit to Kyrie, and I, I think in his mind, he's like, "Well, if you're not willing to commit, what am I doing here? What are we doing here? Let me just go find someplace else." And I think, you know, all of us look from the outside looking in. N- none of us would want to commit our, our franchise to Kyrie, right? Like. None of us would want to put four new years on his contract and be kind of at the whims of someone who was a terrific player, but in the last couple of years just showed from a, just a purely basketball standpoint, from an availability standpoint, that the reliability is a huge question. Um, and so I think that they were, they were right to be concerned about that, but I think not committing to this team going forward in that, in that manner and then – Obviously, Kevin Durant not trusting them to go and find a better solution if Kyrie wasn't a part of it, in my mind, seems like what led him to go down this path. Pat, you know, as, as Doug talked about, your time in the front office with the Pistons and, and, and comparing now a different angle on this, were the Nets ready? For any of this, did they bite off more than they can chew? Did they just see the star power of, hey, Kevin wants to come here and Kyrie wants to come here and we're going to figure it out? Because as we've seen the last three years, they had no way to figure it out. They, they were at odds with with uh, coaching and management and it didn't work even though they kowtowed to Kyrie and allowed him to, to miss as many games as he did. I don't know that I look at the Nets and I just go, yeah, they were completely out of their depth on this one. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, it certainly appears to be the case. I mean, when you look back at what the Nets were when Sean Marks took over the franchise, everything that they were known for was, you know, building this culture of work and, you know, we're going to do things differently and we're going to do things the right way. And 
I think, you know, making the pivot to we're going to now, uh, we've amassed all these assets and then we can go be a player to bring in, you know, these three all NBA players and, and just the talent alone, you know, we can paper over maybe anything else that came up. I, I think they that, that was probably a thought. And look, I'm sure that there are 20 other teams that would have thought that way too, just because the talent is so great and you have to have that talent to win in the NBA. Um, and so I think that what we're seeing here maybe is probably a lot of teams like rethinking that strategy, right? Like there's a difference when you draft an all NBA player and you have him under that rookie contract and extend him. And he's part of your organization. I mean, there's a stake that I think players have in those types of situations versus when they're 28 years old, come off their second contract, sign as a free agency. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna build your team that way with with that as your primary player, I mean, you're you're oftentimes setting yourself up for issues where they're gonna want things that maybe don't align with the long term interest and success of your franchise. Uh, okay, so so Pat, what? Here's here's what happens, right? We all sit here on sports radio and you later today on, on stadium, on, on TV and on digital. And we talk about KD and would he fit in Miami? I think that'd be a great fit. Would he fit with the Clippers? Would he fit with whomever? But you have to send something back in return. Like Brooklyn's not going to get a guy under contract who's arguably the best, if not a top five player, you know, in the NBA, not giving away. So having sat in that seat and made these decisions and made moves before, what does a Kevin Durant trade look like? Well, unfortunately, I've never been in a position to have a discussion about getting one of the best players of all time. So that, that in a sense, I guess would be a good problem to have. But I think you made, I think the point you're making is the right point. Like let's take Phoenix, for example, right? Any trade with the Phoenix Suns is going to involve, Miles Bridges, right? And, and and Miles Bridges is maybe not an all-NBA player, but like Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, I mean, are they winning the championship? Like you need – like you, we saw with Boston, we saw with Golden State, like the depth, they, they have great players and they have depth. And so I think that's going to be the tricky part is I think that there are a number of teams that can put together packages of a young emerging all-star type player – five first round picks that that gets this kind of thing done um it's just a question of how much teams are willing to gut their depth and if you're going to gut your depth like that are you really going to be a contention when you look at the other team the teams that were playing in the eastern and western conference finals issues i mean those were deep teams with highest the highest end talent kind of in their starting units you know, because that, that's the thing, Pat, is that this is Kevin Durant now. And yes, when Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant, he is unbelievable and he has still shown glimpses that he can be that guy. But this is also someone now who's going to be 34. That is still, you know, you don't know what his overall health is going to be going forward. And when you have to gut your team, is, is the, is the, is the image and the idea of getting Kevin Durant for some teams maybe better than the actual reality of getting Kevin Durant because of what they have to give up and suddenly, oh, hey, we got KD, but, oh, we're not nearly the team we thought we were because you look at what just happened with KD and Kyrie and they couldn't make it work in Brooklyn. I Well, I think he's still good enough where, I mean, he's that good of a player where if you put him on the floor, surround him with guys who are at least capable defensively who can switch and who aren't going to get overwhelmed with physicality and size like you're going to run into in the playoffs, That that's a team, no question, that can go to a conference semifinal at minimum, right? But, I, I, you know, I think what we're talking about here is winning to championships. Win and, yeah. Right. And so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any trade. Are you going to build a team with the depth that you can to do it? I mean, no question. Any team you go, you go to the Phoenix side. They win 50-plus games, and they're a top-four team in the West, right? Are they beating Golden State? Are they beating, you know, are they beating the Clippers, right? Memphis, who's a deep team. That's the question. Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, Denver's going to get Jamal Murray back uh, next, next year, right? What, like, what yeah. does – that one – that yeah. one's going to be – that one's going to be absolutely fascinating. Um, help me out. You're a, a cap genius, okay? Can't – can't, can't the Lakers Genius. buy? I, I like being on this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can't. What 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 can the Lakers do with that Russell Westbrook contract? 
so that they could have some. Because right, they have. That, that's the other thing that came out this week, right? Kyrie wanted to go there, and like, well, we can give you a six point five million dollar, you know, veterans minimum exemption. Like, he ain't doing. He's not like he's not about money, but he's definitely not about losing thirty million dollars. They just don't yeah. have anything to offer up. What can they? What can they do realistically to get a, get that off their books? Well, well, here's the problem. I mean, the, the getting that money off the books is not an issue. I mean, all you go out and you find a team with you know a guy that has what's considered a bad contract extending out beyond this year, and um, that could potentially play, and you take that in. But the problem with that is the team isn't just going to going to just, you know, dump, for example, Gordon Hayward, who has another year on his contract. His contract goes out to 23-24, right? The Charlotte Hornets, would, first of all, that doesn't make much sense from a basketball standpoint to do that. And they're going to want things like picks along with doing that. And so really when you're in the Lakers standpoint, you're like, are we willing to take on another year in the 30-plus range when we could when we could just kind of suck it up this year play it out and, and be in a much better position next summer. Um, so that's the problem is that the, for the Lakers to do that, they were going to have to take on a contract that extends beyond this year. And I don't think it's in their advantage to do that. I think they just play it out this year and they set themselves up for 23-24. NBA analyst for stadium, cap expert, and a guy who always says Doug Gottlieb should have passed the ball to me more when we were teammates. It's Pat Garrity. He's on Twitter <laughs> at Pat Garrity. Not, not possible. <laughs> Uh, these things are possible. Hey, hey, I, I never... I'll tell you what. I should have shot more. I should have shot more. It was my that, fault for like trying to play the right way. That's, 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 that's very. That's very true. It's not possible. I didn't shoot, so it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't possible. <laughs> At Pat Garrity eight on Twitter. Hey, have a good show later on today, Pat. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, fellas. All right, all right, Doug. Yeah, you brought up an interesting point with with the the trade, and you know things have to go back to the Nets to make a deal. You can't just say, "Oh, hey, I want to go here," but there's nothing you can give up. What are the odds the Nets just say, you know what, screw you, we got a good offer from an an off-the-radar team, whether it's a Sacramento or a Detroit or something like that, and it's it's not a preferred destination. They go, this is where we're sending you, and we're going to stick to our guns with with a kind of deal like this. Can you see that kind of scenario or things that bad with KD and the Nets where they would just say, you know what, no, we're we're not going to do this, we're not going to get a couple of good players from this team, we're going to send you wherever the hell we want to send you. I mean, the interesting one would be Oklahoma City, right? I mean, they have so many picks. <laughs> if they just said, here, take all the picks, you know? Um, that, would be the, that would be the fascinating one. But I, I don't think so. Like, you're not going to necessarily do KD a solid because he signed a deal. He's under contract for four years. And I, I, I mean, I see both sides this way. I completely agree with KD, with, uh, with, uh, with, P, with PG, with Pat Garrity, where he's like, I don't really blame Kevin Durant here, right? Like you came because you were going to play with Kyrie and then you had James Harden and you're like, all right, let's roll. And now James Harden doesn't get in shape, you know, it doesn't have explosiveness and you're playing with a ragtag group and it, no one knows what's next. Like I'm out. Like I, I do understand that. So I don't think they're going to do him a solid and take a bad deal, but I think there's a good deal to be had there. So I, I think, you know, Houston and Oklahoma city have most of the picks, I don't think he's going to Sacramento. I could be wrong. Um, what would happen if he did? I mean, this is one of those, you say you love to play basketball, but, <laughs> you know, you also, uh, 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 Durant, the, the, Durant would not be a guy I don't think that wouldn't play because he just loves to play. But that would be, that would be a hard one. And I don't think that would be well received by other stars in the league. So, I think he'll go to a reputable team. It'll just be whatever reputable team offers the best offer. Like, look, what about the Boston Celtics? They were close last time, right? They were close last time to, to signing him as a, as a free agent. Would they come off of Jalen Brown or, or Jason Tatum? I don't know. Would you, would you, would you do that? Um, that one would be fascinating. I, I, what about this Denver? This be interesting. You, you mentioned Denver. Hey, they, you know, Jamal Murray. Because, what about Denver? They, they certainly have a couple of pieces. You know, they got injury issues with Jamal Murray. What about something like that? And, 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 and that's a big package goes from Denver, and KD and Jokic are playing together. Yeah. I, I, I mean, KD and Jokic would be amazing because Jokic is such a great passer. Um, I, I think Denver thinks, you know, they've been waiting on Murray. I, I think they think they have something special. But, again, part of it is, and this is where Pat is talking about the Phoenix deal, 
any Phoenix deal, Phoenix is going to want to throw in DeAndre Ayton in a sign-in trade. Well, what makes you think that Brooklyn wants DeAndre Ayton? You know, because for a sign-in trade, you're going to have to oversign him to what Phoenix didn't want to sign him for. Why should we want a guy that you didn't want for that money to sign for that money to play for us? So it's it's going to be tricky. I don't think they'll send him to one of the bottom feeders, but I I also don't think they're going to necessarily set him up for success. I I don't. I would guess that Brooklyn is not concerned about themselves and Kevin Durant, and we don't want to send him to a rival, whatever. If they tear this thing down, it's going to be several years before they're built back up, and by then, Kevin Durant may be onto another team, or or won't be nearly as big a factor. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs extraordinary is one test drive away. Learn more at MBUSA.com. That's MBUSA.com. Well, straight ahead, maybe the biggest lesson to learn from what we've seen the last 24 hours from Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. What is it? next right here fox fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code champion 150 then place a five dollar wager on any sport you'll receive 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome and if you think the fun stops there the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Athletes everywhere turn to CBD for relief and recovery, but with all the products claiming to do different things, it's impossible to decide which is best. As one of few brands that oversees the entire production process, from their farm in Oregon to the product that arrives at your door, Lazarus Naturals keeps their ingredients simple and transparent. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results for your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Discover how CBD can help you reach your full potential as an athlete. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, the cleanest source of CBD for athletes and sports fans alike. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes here on Bobby Bonilla Day. Oh, we're just getting warmed up. 
Doug, you would think like the Mets signed a huge free agent the way my phone is going this morning. It's, oh, hey, I'm so happy you're up early. How's the show going? They always ask me how you are, but it, I get a, always get a HBBD. Like sometimes it's just a happy Bobby Bonilla day. It's a, Really, it's, it's better than my birthday and Father's Day. I get more texts on this day. That's amazing. <laughs> that's that's amazing on a, on a multitude of levels. <laughs> a little sad, but but, but amazing. <laughs> it's my life. What can I what can I tell you? Uh, so with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, now their future's up in the air. We don't know where KD is going to go. Kyrie Irving seems to want to find his way to the Lakers. With this now failure that we look back at with the Nets, uh, part of this angle that I see now with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is now we're going to reassess the teaming up. In, in different cities, right? The the you know the Heatles bringing it when LeBron and and Wade and Bosh all teamed up and they went to four finals and won two of them. Sometimes you know being in business with friends isn't all it's cracked up to be because it's hard to hold them accountable. And, and look, KD didn't hold Kyrie Irving accountable at all for the amount of time he was away from the team. There was never any, hey Kyrie, we're trying to win a championship here. Can you not be on a Zoom call uh, for a mayor mayoral candidate for New York and play in a game instead? Uh, you know, and forget about the vaccine part of it too. Is he was never able to hold him accountable. And even at the end, when everything was going on with Kyrie in the Nets and we thought he was going to be traded. He had this list of teams he wanted to go to. What does Kevin Durant say? Oh, the Nets, the Nets never found a way to get to really know Kyrie Irving. Uh, I think they did a lot and they bent over backwards to keep him happy, but that wasn't enough. So I, I, it, it's hard. Like if, if you join up with a with a, with a a friend somewhere and you'd go into business, whether it's just in a startup business or you, you want to have your own business venture, sometimes it goes sideways like this and you have to rethink it. Well, I, I agree. I also think, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot. I put a lot of that blame on Kyrie because people point to the vaccine and this year they forget his first year there, you know, early on in the season, he essentially said, Hey, none of these guys are going to be, most of these guys aren't going to be here. When we're really good anyway. Right. Like just, and then, you know, they hire Steve Nash and we don't really need a coach. There's just a, a lot of different stuff. With they could be the coach, want- right? That's what he said. We, KD, yeah, you and I could be the coach uh, on any given night. Yeah, absolutely. Right, yeah. right. Which and you know, he, he, there's a bunch of different stuff. Um, I mean, even after the season, where he's just like, yeah, you know, me and Joe, who's the owner, you know, we're gonna get together. He didn't mention Steve Nash, and you know, and the GM, the owner, and me, we're gonna get together and maybe decide the franchise. Like what? I mean, the guy just lost his mind. Some of it is, you know, I, I don't think people lost jobs as much over COVID, and but it exposed guys that didn't want to be a part of something bigger than them. I, I think the big thing is that you just can't acquiesce to every desire of these guys. I think that's what brought down the Lakers. I think that's what, you know, is that they constantly changing guys and changing coaches because of what LeBron wants and signing, and they – they overpaid for Anthony Davis, and then they 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 knew what they wanted to do and get Buddy Heald, and they acquiesced and let LeBron and Anthony Davis decide on Russell Westbrook. So I, I think I think a good portion of it is not just don't join up with friends. It's whoever's in charge. You got to let them do their deal. I mean, that's part of what makes Steph and Clay so special. Is they're great players, but they don't carry the ego of some of these guys that they're going to demand who their teammates are. They let Bob Myers figure that out. You know, they let Bob Myers figure that out. They don't try and manage anybody else. They don't even try and manage Draymond. They let Steve Kerr ha- handle that. I think that's that's where their approach was off. It's not because it, it look, if they had those two, I don't think they should have bit the apple and gone after James Harden. I thought that brought brought him down as, as much as anything. But again, so much of this is acquiescing to what your star players want. There was an article in the offseason before this year about how those guys just do whatever they want, whenever they want. And you can't, you can't run a franchise that way. You can't have a basketball team that way. The, the, the players can't be in charge. You have to have a coach that people respect. He's got to work with the star players, but there has to be a totem pole, and they cannot be at the top. Are things different? For the for them when they go like when, when wherever Kevin Durant winds up is he suddenly back involved and invested in winning? Does Kyrie Irving understand that I'm never getting paid again unless I show up for 65 games a year and show that I can still be an elite player? Because well, as much as I want to believe that, I don't know that that's the case with either of them anymore. Well, I, I'm gonna disagree with you. There's Kevin Durant is about is about winning. He's he's about nothing else. He wants to win in basketball games. Nothing else matters. 
Kyrie, I, I, no one knows. Unbelievable talent. Unbelievable talent. But, I mean, you heard from, from Pat Garrity, like, he was in, for more than half a decade, he was in the front office of the Detroit Pistons. Like, he's, you know, nobody's given, given him four years. Nobody wants that. If he didn't figure that out this, this week when he wanted to sign and trade. Remember, Kyrie's essentially representing himself. So he had to make those phone calls. And those phone calls are like, yeah, we just, we're not into the sign and trade. He's calling for himself. So I, I, I think the Kyrie question is the bigger question. Will he just play basketball? When he just plays basketball, he's great. Now, then he's got to actually follow the game plan. You know, the, I've shared the story when he's in Boston. They're playing the Bucks in the playoffs. Their game plan was for him to hard hedge and get back to his guy. And he kept switching and guarding Giannis, who, of course, you know, lit him up. He just wouldn't do what Brad Stevens and decided he should do. Uh, for, for the betterment of the team. So there's a couple of levels to it for Kyrie, but I, I, Kevin Durant wants to win. And he knows that in order to cement his legacy as one of the five, ten greatest players of all time, he, he's got to win some more. And he can, but I, I don't think that's ever been called into question. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, extraordinary, is one test drive away. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show. Doug, you got big plans today celebrating Bobby Bonilla Day? Are you, gonna, you getting paid a million dollars to do nothing? Uh, no, I'm um, going to New York, and I'm coaching a team that we're going to Israel on, uh, on the night of the 3rd. And so we'll, we'll be broadcasting actually from there after this. Awesome stuff, Doug. Great stuff, as always. Coming up next, Colin Coward. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.